Oh, the playoffs can be oh so sweet or oh so sour. Whichever way it went for you, we're going to talk about the good and the bad. That's right. Cash and trash, baby. Let's get straight to it. Welcome to the Fantasyland Football Podcast. All righty. What a way to open up the fantasy playoffs. 100%. I mean, what an opportunity. What a time to be alive in the fantasy football playoffs. Something special is going to happen not only on Monday night, but on Tuesday night. I know. I, I was about to say, I can't believe we have four more games left to play. Yeah. This, is that right? It's four, right? Um, two yes, and two. Four. Yeah. Raiders, Browns, oh Vikings, God. Bears, Seahawks, Rams, and your Washington football team against the Eagles. By the way, there's some talk about this Seahawks-Rams game. Still game because- pushed back, right? Well, maybe, maybe not. The conversation is all these Rams players were being put on the COVID reserve list. And that's why they pushed it back. But now all of the Seahawks players apparently are getting put on the COVID list. And they're like, hey, what the hell? Like, we were ready for this game. Um, so we'll see. It's it's going to be interesting. Regardless, man, this COVID stuff is is getting very, very frustrating for all teams. It's interesting that it's happening right now. I guess everyone's, you know, it's holidays. They want to be with the family. Yeah, I think it's just, yeah, that's what it is. Holidays, being with family, everyone's traveling, probably going home, visiting them throughout the week and then coming back. And then, you know, you never know what where they've been. And yeah, also this whole new strand and everyone's like now getting scared. And yeah, interesting. Playoffs. Uh, speaking of playoffs, how are you doing in your playoffs? I'll be completely honest with you. Not the best. (laughs) (laughs) Honesty is the best policy, right? So Yeah, I'm currently down. I mean, the two, three leagues that I'm in in the playoffs, I'm currently playing you in one, which is a follower league, the Golden Gold Free Draft League. I'm down by 20 points. Mm -hmm. Um, Pirates League, I'm down by a lot of points. And then the Fellowship (laughs) of the Fantasy Ring, I am going to lose because I didn't have a running back. So. That's the dynasty one, hey, fellowship of the dynasty. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that's painful. And you started Mike Glennon out of necessity. That, I, I had I had no one. I had literally so no painful. one. I started him and Ty Johnson because I thought Ty Johnson was going to start, and I woke up early in the middle of those night those games, so I didn't know he yeah. wasn't going to play. That's just I don't like it. <laughs> uh, you know, sometimes you just got to say it is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is hey we got some news to talk about so let's get to it what is going on here all right there's a lot of injury news just to update you on we don't have you know we're recording this right after sunday night football so we don't have specifics of some players if MRIs went well or if scans went well or negative or positive but Mm -hmm. we can just tell you what's happening Everyone for the Bucks got injured last night. Godwin, Evans, Fournette. I mean, they only had three healthy wide receivers in that game after halftime. So Godwin sprained MCL. There's no clear answer if he'll be ready for next week or not. The early report was that it's not as serious as most people would expect. So that leads me to believe that there's hope. Where do you sit on it? I mean... In the playoffs, if I have Chris Godwin, I expect him to miss the rest of the fantasy playoffs. Um, Dang. For for Chris Godwin and the Bucks, if you are a Bucks fan, I think they'll rest him 
probably for the remaining of the season and have him 100% for the playoffs. You know, I don't think right, even right. I think even if they lose out there, they're still in the playoffs, if I'm not mistaken. What, three, four more weeks? If they do lose four games or maybe win one out of the four, mm. next four, then they'll still make the playoffs. So uh, I don't see why they need to pressure him to come back in, especially totally. if they're trying to make, you know, another run at it. The only thing is they're now 10 and four in the NFC and, you know, seeds are very important in the playoffs. So maybe, you know, just maybe, and also it's a sprain. So we don't know if that's serious or not. It could be very serious. So, yeah, but it's just something to, Hey, maybe there'll be something about waivers with a Bucks wide receiver coming up. Uh, we'll have to, well, wait Antonio and Brown see what is, that looks like. is geared to be coming back from that suspension and, if he comes back, he comes back at the right time, depending also yeah. on how long Mike Mike Evans is going to be out. Um, yeah. So it's going to be interesting. Shout out to Rojo. Mm. Playoff, hey, he looked good. Playoff Rojo. Playoff Rojo. <laughs> oh, my God. Who knows? There's going to be Imagine something. if they switch roles. That, that would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, Teddy B, scary moment for Teddy Bridgewater. Mm. Never, you know, almost, it was kind of similar to the Donald Parham situation. I don't want to put injuries to injuries and compare them, but. Just hope that he's okay. I don't know how this affects fantasy other than maybe the wide receivers actually get better because if he's not playing, we know Drew Locke takes more shots. I don't know. Sterling Shepard, this is sad news. Yeah, You could see, right, when the play happened. I mean, it it was instant. And the the Achilles, he he tore his Achilles. This is, he's a free agent. So this is going to hurt his free agency a lot. I think he has one more year, if I'm not mistaken, unless you're looking, oh, okay. unless you're looking at it. Um, no, no, I'm not looking at it. But I just thought, I thought he was a free agent. You could be right. I think, I think, I mean, if you are a Giants fan out there or just a Sterling Shepard fan, I think he's he's done with the Giants. I mean, he's been injured back to back. He can't stay on the field for more yeah. than you know six, seven games at a time. You, you take a cap. Actually, two more years, but they do have the mm. out this uh, in 2022. So, I mean, I think you take the hit. You take the hit and you move on. Yeah. This is dead we'll cap. 7.9, 7.5. That's not terrible. Figure that out. Pat Frymuth concussion. Um, hard to say what that would look like for him next week. Mm. Two I assume that year. he's going to be able to figure this out, but I mean, there were some weird injuries today. Some some very strange injuries. Yeah, that's all from today. Hopefully, we'll get some more news. As always, you can follow us on Twitter, Fantasyland underscore FB. We'll update you guys as we find out, and you know, Discord solo.to slash Fantasyland fam or sorry slash Fantasyland football. There's so many resources. Hey, we got cash and trash. I think we should start with cash. Yeah. So let's do it. If you don't write checks, how do you pay these guys? Great cash, homie. Okay. I don't think anyone... I don't think anyone in their right mind would have said that Tyler Huntley was going to be the quarterback one going into this week, but he was massive for the Ravens. Oh, my God. He on X Games. Honestly, I I didn't feel like this offense looked any different. He no. plays very similar to similarly to to Lamar, excuse me, Tata Junior, and um, he's done something that Lamar's never done. No other quarterback in franchise history has two rushing touchdowns and two passing touchdowns in a single game. He's done that. Lamar hasn't done that. 
Very impressive performance. He knew his superstars. He got them the ball. You know, the stats aren't going to aren't going to blow your minds, but 13 carries for 73 yards on the ground, two mm-hmm. touchdowns. He was efficient through the air and depends on your format, but scored 40 points in six-point touchdown leagues. Yeah, he was he was fantastic. I told you to pick him off waiver wires last week. So, I mean, yes, I think I mean, it wasn't exciting. It wasn't exciting picking was just in case Lamar doesn't start. You start him. You know, you, yeah. you probably in a position where you probably needed to start him. So, look, I mean. Hopefully it worked out for you. Yeah, he did his thing. <laughs> uh, Patty and Aaron Rodgers are the two and three. That's where we expect them to be. Aaron Rodgers was one touchdown away from passing Brett Favre. You could tell that he wanted it. There was a fade in the back right of the end zone to Alan Lazard, and he just barely overthrew him. You could see how upset he was. Mm. But what do you, what's uh, he'll your thought process? Get that next game. What's your thought process about that game? The, end, the, With, end, the ending of that game. The ending? Yeah. Look, I am always... Uh, I understand that some people will say it's the right call. I get that. I mean, look, Aaron Rodgers has 41 seconds on the clock and a timeout. He only has to get a field goal to win the game. So regardless, the Packers still had a good chance to win that game. But it's it's of my opinion that the Packers would be less aggressive and not try and force a turnover and focus on overtime than, you know, kind of force the issue. I'm always a big believer in going to overtime. Um, I understand go for two. Hey, like we believe in our guys. We believe yeah. that we could do it. We would do it again. I get it. Like I get the confidence, but I'm I'm always a believer in going to overtime. And here's the thing: if your if your ball team is coached well, if it's a well coached team, in overtime, hopefully you won't be the one making the mental errors, the mental mistakes. That's how I view it. I get yeah. both sides, but I don't know personally. I probably would have just kicked the field goal. I mean, I think. It, I don't know, man. It's interesting because this is the second time this happened for the Ravens. Yeah. And this is the second time that they, well, we don't know the outcome. Let's just say they didn't go for yeah. the field. I forgot which game it was. But they it was went, versus the Steelers. Where they, yeah, they went for two and they didn't get it. Hypothetically, mm-hmm. they go for the one, they tie the game, and then win an overtime. I mean, hypothetically, they win both of those games in overtime. They're 10. They could. They're 10 and Absolutely four. Absolutely, they could. They're leading totally. the AFC. I mean, mm-hmm. it it completely switches, and now they're they're fighting because they're it's so close. Everyone, Cleveland and Pittsburgh are game out. They're yeah. number two. Cincinnati just won. So I mean, yeah, I I think it should have gone to OT, man. But I I'm not a coach. I get the position, but we have to say the play call was terrible. That play call was awful. You are eliminating three-fourths of the field. And the defense only had to focus on one corner for that entire conversion. So play calling could have been much better. I know Hollywood was open in the back of the end zone. So what can you do? Hey, if Lamar misses next game, it's Cincinnati. Do you feel enough trust in Tyler to play him at Cincinnati with your playoff hopes on the line? I think you Where have you to stand on that. I think you have to. The expectation is that he's not gonna get you over, you know, forty points. But the expectation You mean that's that's not the expectation? Yeah, that's not the expectation. Right. The expectation is that, you know, he probably throws 
two interceptions and maybe two touchdowns and probably get you 20, 25 points. Yeah. That's expectations. For me, it's what he can do on the ground that provides a safe floor. It's similar to Taysom Hill, the way I view him in fantasy, not as a player, but he's actually got better weapons and maybe he's a better passer than Taysom Hill probably is. Mm. Um, Cam Newton was a quarterback four. This is not a guy that you want to trust in the playoffs. Justin Herbert, quarterback five. I want to talk about Jared Goff, who finished as the quarterback seven. This game was so fun to watch. It was so fun to watch this game and see Jared Goff and the Lions, along with Amon Ross St. Brown. We will shout out Amon Ross, obviously, on the cash list today with a really, really good game. I mean, this is why you don't fire the head coach. Let the culture set in for a sec. You <laughs> know I mean? This is a... With that win, they went from the first pick to the third. So technically, it's an L for the franchise, but it's a win. So you yeah. have to take every win you can. I no, guess. it's interesting. It's going to be interesting to see what this team looks like next year. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's just so so weird. Let's move on to running backs who are cash. So it's exactly how we said before this week, Duke Johnson is the running back one. Yeah. We predicted that. If- we had that. In our books, star of the weeks. No, I mean, what the hell happened here? I couldn't tell you other than the fact that the New York Jets defense can make someone as mildly average as Duke Johnson, the running back one on a week. That's how shocking that is. I mean, 22 carries over 100 yards, two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Come on. That's crazy. That's By the crazy. Way, Saints. Uh, sorry, not Saints. Uh, the Jags play the Jets next week. So if you have James Robinson, you should feel pretty confident going into next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, is well, I guess is Duke Johnson going to be on the waiver wire? Is is that someone that we're going to see on the waiver wire list uh, this week? Uh, no, no, at least not for me. I know he will yeah. be on multiple lists out there. I don't think yeah. he is somebody you can pick up and start at, in any fashion going into Week 16, especially during the playoffs. It's not going to happen again. The Jets give up the most fantasy points to the running back position. So going to I mean, face New Orleans next week as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, no way. No, Please don't no, do it. Probably a waste of your time to pick him up. Hey, JT, who would have thought he's a running back too? Jeff Wilson, finally. It finally worked if you started Jeff Wilson. <laughs> After a couple attempts where it should have been fantasy gold. You know, what's funny is early in the game, Debo Samuel had a rushing touchdown in the red zone as the running back. And yep. I thought to myself, uh, son of a bitch, all the people who started Wilson, like they're going to get screwed over again. But no, he came back, had a great game, 21 for 110 and a touchdown. And for as long as Mitchell is out, he is a decent flex or RB2 in my opinion. Yeah, Jeff Wilson did his thing. And we told a lot of people on Saturday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> we go live on YouTube and Twitch to start Jeff Wilson. There's a lot of people yeah. asking about Jeff Wilson or this person, Jeff Wilson or that person. And majority of those times was, was Jeff Wilson and or Ramondre Stevenson, who we will talk about. Yeah. But, definitely. um, hey, outside of, um, outside of maybe Austin Eckler and, you know, James Robinson had a good game. There wasn't many running back performances that were above the 20 point mark. It was a pretty, pedestrian day for the running back position. Yeah. I do want to quickly talk about James Robinson because hopefully all those people, you guys know how happy I was to hear that there was a coaching change in Houston. We can see, wow, look at what James Robinson can do 
when there's a coach there who's at least competent to understand his skill set. So going into next week against the Jets, I feel like you have to rank him as a, as a top 10 running back, and he's a must-start. I mean, the running back five on this week against Houston, next week it's the Jets. Yeah. James Robinson's a better running back than Duke Johnson, so... I agree. I, I, uh, I agree. So, I mean, James is going to do his thing. Do not... Yeah. You, you said, I forget, but he, you said the Jets next week, right? Yeah. Something special is going to happen. Hey, Devin Singletary, do you feel any confidence starting him next week? It's a good game, but personally, I'm not sure that he's going to be in any of my lineups. No. No, no not for okay. me. I mean, I, just it, I think it was surprising there. because it was against the Panthers. Yeah, and that totally. they're a decent run defense, but uh, yeah, I was really 22 attempts on the ground. I wouldn't it have thought happens. that. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. I mean, his his next season high is 15, and he does not get more than 10 carries in most games. So mm. that was interesting at New New England next week. If this guy's on your waiver, look, I don't think either of us are going to suggest that you pick him up. Uh, is there any running backs that stood out to you that we haven't talked about, or should we move on to wide receivers? Uh, no, I mean, Craig yeah, Reynolds, I'll say, is that's, just that's who was, I was just was interesting. Say. But the, the three people in my head, I was going to say Zeke, Craig Reynolds, and AJ Dillon. I think I wanted to talk about them. Yep. Obviously, the workload, what that looked like. Thirteen yep. carries for Aaron Jones. AJ Dillon had seven. It's flip flopping. It's weird. Yeah, it feels, but he, he got the touchdown. Yeah, he got the touchdown. So exactly how we predicted it, you know, mm-hmm. legit. That's exactly. I I feel like it's gonna keep flip flopping. But to be fair, Aaron Jones got a touchdown too. So um, you should feel a little bit more confident in Aaron Jones after this week, I think. But I could be <laughs> wrong. Uh, yeah, let's talk about Zeke. It didn't look great, but he got into the end zone. So maybe no. that's. A reason to continue was it to start two, four, six, what eight running backs, top seven, top eight running back on the week. Yeah, I mean, 16 and a half fantasy points, mm. depending on your formats. Yeah, faces Washington next week. Mm. He's faced Washington before. It looks like Pollard's healthy, and he didn't perform very good against Washington in week 14. So yeah. I know that's a reason not to, but I, I think it'll be hard for us to find another running back on your team to start over him. Yeah. Personally, I agree. And then Craig Reynolds, uh, he had a very good game. He fumbled the ball once, which was disappointing, I believe, but 26 carries for 112 yards. The reason I am not optimistic here is because I don't imagine that the Lions are going to be in this sort of game script very often. I mean, they face Atlanta next week, so he does become an interesting start, a spot start next week, Mm. but uh, it's going to be hard for me to trust him in the playoffs. I agree. I can't do it. All right, let's move on to the wide receiver position. The wide receiver one was Tyreek Hill. No surprise there. The cheetah doing his thing. This is what we expect from Tyreek. How about Brandon Cooks and Gabe Davis? I mean, outs honestly, outside of Tyreek Hill, the top ten is mind blowing when you look at 100%, it. hundred percent. Every and this is what's so frustrating because the trash is gonna be a bunch of disappointment, especially in fantasy players, people that you relied on. Yeah. To, to actually win you your weeks, it didn't. And I bet you you probably played against one of these top 10. You probably played against a Brandon Cooks. You know, you yeah. probably played against a Gabriel Davis for some flyer of a person that started Gabriel Davis on their team. And you're probably going to lose. <laughs> well, hopefully not. Hopefully I not. mean, if you played Gabe Davis, maybe you started Christian Kirk or 
Amon Ross St. Brown, who was the start of the week for me. I was very confident in him this week, and I'm happy to say I started him in multiple leagues, and I feel fantastic about it. I I started Stevenson, by the way, Mm. in a money league. Mm. That was so frustrating. It should have been such a better day. Mac Jones sold, excuse me, the entire first three quarters. Game script screwed Stevenson. But anyway, the reason I'm saying that is because I thought I was done. But then I was able to start Russell Gage and Amonra St. Brown. (laughs) And they both brought me back into contention to a place where I feel comfortable now. I I honestly think that Amonra St. Brown and Russell Gage are, they're moving into the top 24. You definitely should trust at this point category. Oh, no doubt about it. I think they are kind of, I think these are solidified flexes depending on your league, who you have on your team. Amon Ra, I think it's coming to that point where he is the number one wide receiver on that team and you need to set and forget. Totally. 11 targets. Both Russell, yep. Russell Gage and Amon Ra had 11 targets each. They're, they had like the same exact stat I was stat about to say, almost. the targets, their <laughs> stat lines is identical besides one one yard. Russell Gage has yeah. one more yard than him and Amon Ra had a carry actually. So I guess it kind of evens out-ish. You um, want to know what gets even better for these two guys? Their matchups next week. Mm. Gage against Detroit. And then they're literally facing each other. Amon Ra versus Atlanta. It feels like that is such a good matchup for both of these guys. Two secondaries who typically are getting burnt. Mm. So, I mean, that feels like a really good matchup going into next week. How yeah. about Kirk? I mean, does this solidify Kirk as the go-to target for Arizona, or do you feel like A.J. Green could could be in this position next week and it's kind of just a luck of the draw? I think it was luck of the draw. I think, once again, it's going to be either one of these guys, you know, either either week. It could be, I think I've always said it, Rondell Kirk yeah. or A.J. AJ Green. So maybe next week is A.J. Yeah. Green. If they, if it's Christian Kirk next week again, I'm like yeah. you're not starting him in going into week 17 though. You know, you're like you're not yeah, going to even if he has the I think there's game. worst options, but I agree. Like it does depend on your options, you're right. Um, like I think you have better options, but maybe you don't. I don't think it's terrible if you take a shot on one of these guys. Mm, mm. You know I what I mean? So as well. I mean like for example, this is really early, but like Christian Kirk or Jacoby Myers next week. Mhm. I'm Honestly, obviously I think I will I would go Kirk because I feel like he's in the in an offense that is more pass heavy. Okay, <clears throat> but it's a, close. I mean, I can think of the top of my head, but yeah, I, I'm done trusting Patriots after starting Stevenson. E- even if Damian Harris is out next week, you won't find me starting Stevenson. Right. I'm just like, <laughs> screw this, bro. I'm not. I'm not taking this train anymore. Mm-hmm. How about Kirk, wide receiver, 28 on the year, yeah. but it's been madly inconsistent. I wonder if they're going to keep Kirk next year. I'm so curious as well. Who stays, who goes? Rondale has to be more involved in this offense. I mean, next year. I feel like Rondale was Christian Kirk's he he's taking Christian Kirk's role. He the yeah. supposed role that that Christian Kirk was supposed to have. Yeah. So it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, it it will be interesting. I, I would love to see Rondale have a bigger role. Outside of, you know, the top 10, MVS is moving into flex category. I still am not confident enough to start him with my playoffs on the line. Of course, again, there is a conversation on who do you have? What are your options? You know, I would start Kirk over MVS. I would do that. Yeah, 
Um, how about Tyler Boyd? Good day, but all, all the other wide receivers there in Cincinnati had a bad day, so it feels like this isn't something that you can chase. Yeah. See what I did there? Wow. wow. Um, <laughs> Got it. <clears throat> this, I personally, this is what happens with Tyler Boyd. When the number one option is completely shut down, Yeah, he shines. Mm-hmm. And Patrick Sertan shut down Chase. And <laughs> T. Yeah, Higgins, did. what did T. Higgins do? That's that's the real question. T caught two passes, and I did. What what was Chase's stat line? I mean, we're going to talk about these guys in trash, but what was what was I know, uh, I know, Chase's? I know stat Chase line? had had one point. Um, okay, I, I, yeah. So T had four point three points. Chase, Honestly, the Denver secondary is just it's nasty, very respectable. Bro. Yeah, Chase yeah. called one called one out of four targets. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, Jamar Chase is in a downward spiral second half of the year for fantasy. Somehow yeah. he's still the wide receiver eight, but really after week eight onwards, it's there's only one week I've been super excited with his performance. So he's probably let a lot of people down. There's there's probably a lot of people who would have traded for him. Yeah, I have going into the playoffs and thinking, oh, here we go, like I have Chase, but mm. not been that not been that dude. Next week versus Baltimore. So probably a better chance at a high scoring game. Um, there's reasons to be more. I I still would start him purely because of the upside. Yeah, I would still I agree. start him. One hundred percent. No doubt. About Any it. other wide receivers that that uh, surprise you? No, that's about it. I mean, we could talk about seventh round Marquez Callaway finally coming into the top what fifteen ish. Come on, that's right. <laughs> Seventeen looks good too. Uh, yeah, good. he actually looked decent. He actually looked really decent. So um. Yeah. I wonder what he could do with like consistent quarterback play. That would be super interesting. The thing to see. is, like, I don't know. I just don't. If it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what if it's going to happen. And I don't feel like I don't see him continuing staying on this team. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't surprise me. He either. can get faded out or he can get, you no. Know, he could probably stay on the team but get dropped down in the roster spot. You know, he'll probably lose his job if somebody comes yeah, in and competes. Yeah, it's difficult to say. He's he's not necessarily stepped in and solidified himself as like a elite weapon for sure. Moving on to the tight ends. I mean, this is a week where if you spent on your tight ends, you probably felt good. Travis Kelsey. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you played Travis Kelsey on Thursday night, you probably lost. 100%. And there's probably no way back unless you had Mark Andrews. That's what I always found so interesting. Imagine you either started Kelsey or you played against Kelsey and you had Andrews or the opposite way around, right? Like if you started mm-hmm. Kelsey, you were going to the weekend like, hell, I got this. This is mine. It's over. But if you played against him, you're like, shit. But you had Andrews and now you're like, God damn. Okay. Well, maybe. <laughs> uh, I just, I, I would love to see like someone who's in that position in their matchup. Cause I, 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 the emotions would be so interesting. Yeah. But both of these guys played well. I mean, they this did is nasty. why it, you spend up for them. It was crazy. I mean, that last that last minute play for Travis in overtime yeah. uh, was great. And then Mark was just he was just catching. He was a safety net. He he uh-huh. he was comfortable. He was it, 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 I every don't play. It was like uh, it was, no, it's going to him. It's yeah, going a hundred percent. It was Mark. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's Mark. Um, and honestly, whoever the tight whoever the quarterback is, Mark Andrews continues to be a top two, top three option in the playoffs. You're mm-hmm. feeling very confident if you have him. Hunter Henry, Talk it my up. start of the week. Mm-hmm. The tight end position. Two tutties uh, after a bad start. 
the Patriots had to come back and Hunter Henry had a, a decent little game. I think you can start him depending on your options. He's always going to be a red zone threat. Dalton Schultz, uh, that's that's an interesting one. Hey, feels like it's inconsistent, but it's interesting if you started. He played the Giants. That's what happened. Shit. <laughs> oh my god. So do you you don't expect this type of game next week versus Washington? Oh, I mean, I mean, he literally just played them well, week his, fourteen his, and got less than two points. Historically, does your team give up a lot of points to the tight end position? I don't believe so. In but the, in what about in the division specifically? Every time you play the Cowboys hard. Let me rephrase it this. It depends, though, because it depends on what tight end we're playing, right? Like, in the days back when... Um, Jason Witten always went off. Jason Witten always went off on I hated, everybody. I hated Jason Witten with Same a passion. Same with Zach Ertz, but nah, it depends on the tight end, to be when you, when you played When you play the Cowboys, who always goes off? Like, the, the number one receiver, or is it, like, somebody Witten. random? I mean, Witten, before he retired, he was always that guy. But, yeah, 100%. I mean, typically we get, we our defense has been pretty bad for the last decade. So typically we get torched, but I think we're a better defense now. Mm. But he just played us week 14, less than two points. So there has to be some reason for skepticism starting him next week. I agree. Yeah, it's definitely hard to start Dalton, but I mean, he's up there. I mean, There's worse options. For yeah, sure. I mean, what's Dalton right now, even before the update? Why uh, Tight end seven. Probably well, move up. Yeah. It's going to be interesting moving forward. Kittle had a good day. Ertz had a good day. Pitts was a tight end seven. Other than that, it was it was pretty mediocre. I think uh, we should move on to trash now and talk about trash. We have been hoodwinked, bamboozled, led astray, run amok, and flat out deceived. He needs some milk. Okay, so at the tight end position... There's only a couple of names that really stand out to me. The first one being Rob Gronkowski. I, <laughs> it's honestly crazy when you look at his stat line because he had 11 targets. Could yeah. you imagine telling someone before this week, hey, Gronk is going to have 11 targets this game? They're thinking to themselves, oh my God, there's probably mm-hmm. a 20, 30 point game coming in. Nah, he had under five points, only two catches on 29 yards. This is, this is shocking. Yeah, it, it was disappointing. I mean, expect him to go off next week. I, w- yeah. I mean, this if those is, wide receivers aren't there uh-huh. for sure. Yeah, it, Gronk is going to be the guy. He, they're mm. playing the Panthers and another divisional game, and Tom Brady is not going to get disrespected against the Carolina oh, Panthers. He's going to be pissed. He's mm-hmm. going to be really I mean, pissed. He broke the tablet, but it's okay <laughs> yeah. because he probably owned the he's tablet. He's got money. What's he, six figures? You know? he, he owns Microsoft itself. That's applying uh-huh. for for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, all right, let's move on to wide receivers. Jamar Chase. Hey, sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. It's honestly so up and down. We've already talked about it. He has to be the biggest disappointment at the wide receiver mm-hmm. position. Mm-hmm. Less than one and a half points. That's not good enough by any means. Michael Pittman's there, but honestly, that's not his fault. I don't. I personally don't think he should have been ejected. What about you? I'll be honest with you. I, I didn't I didn't see the whole altercation. I saw the highlights like in mm. on Instagram when I was watching this game. I think I was pooping or something. Mm. Um <laughs> when that happened. You say but, pooping? Yeah, I was pooping, taking a shit. <laughs> okay. Just in case you guys are curious about pooping. Badaki's bowel. You know, it well, yeah. It's interesting cuz I always take anyways. the game in the toilet with me. Well, I had I had it on the TV and I was streaming it on my phone, but I can hear it. 
Right, right. But anyways, right. um, I did see the the little highlights. TMI. It, it, it TMI. <laughs> I did see the highlights. Rocky and, from the bathroom. And it didn't look like. Bang! It's good. Wins the game at the buzzer. Anyway, uh, I, I yep. didn't feel like it was supposed to. I didn't feel like he was supposed to get ejected. It felt like he just pulled him down to the ground. Yeah. And that's it. It wasn't his fault. He didn't instigate it. That's that's what that's a problem, mm. and that cost a lot of people. And honestly, you know, the play of Carson Wentz cost a lot of people. There should have been a touchdown on like the first drive. Oh yes, and it was a missed and, throw, and he so. missed it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chase Claypool was was pretty pretty bad. It was shocking almost. I don't know that. Did he get a target? I'm trying to. Chase. Yeah, he got two targets. Yeah. Is that right? He got two targets. Yeah, I don't understand the lack of usage for him in this game, but they won, so that's all that matters. What can you say? Amari Cooper, Mike Evans, both disappointments. Mike Evans is understandable. Amari Cooper, not so much. I I don't know what's going on with this team. It feels like this team is it's not as bad as the Denver Broncos by any means, but it feels like there's so many options that it really limits each player's upside. Yeah, I, I agree. I just don't. You just don't know what's going to happen week in and week out, which makes it really difficult. Um, he, yeah, you just have to move forward, and hopefully next week he has a better a better week. Agreed. We already talked about T. How about Ayuk? That was... Yeah, uh, it was disappointing, but I mean... involved completely. Yeah, they kind of went off on, on the ground with Debo and Jeff Wilson. They kind of let them took the range or take the range. Uh, who else here? Yeah. Mike Williams disappointed on Thursday night. Deontay probably falls in that category. Yeah, Outside of that, I feel like you know you expected more from CD and yeah, I probably think, Diggs and Devontae, but mm-hmm. they didn't kill you at least. No, no, I think yeah, the I think disappointment for sure is Deontay. What is he? Wide receiver? I feel like wide receiver top five wide receiver on the year. Yeah, he. Sh- I mean, this matchup was great for him. Everyone yeah. was expecting him to go off, be eight. like a top five guy, and mm-hmm. he he just wasn't that, unfortunately. Yeah. All right, moving on to the running back position. Quite a few options here for Trash of the Week, but for me personally, the biggest name that stands out is Najee Harris and Cordero Patterson. Those are the that's, two that's, names yeah. specifically that stood out the most to Cordero me. Cordero Patterson, for sure. I mean, they both had terrible stat lines. Patterson, 11 carries for 18 yards. Harris, 12 carries for 18 yards. Mm -hmm. Honestly, it is so frustrating watching Steelers games. And I put this in the group chat, but I do believe that, you know, in hell, Steeler offense, the, the 2021 Steelers offense, just tapes of their offense is on repeat. And you have to watch at least an hour of it each day. That is what hell entails, <laughs> in my opinion. It's just and like <laughs> specifically the offensive lines. Like you just have to continually watch Big Ben get sacked or Najee Harris get the ball, and literally he's four yards behind the line of scrimmage. As soon as he touches the ball, a defender's there. Mm. Literally, it's so frustrating being a Najee Harris owner because I think he's talented, but I've come to the conclusion. That unless the offensive line gets better, he's never going to be in like the RB one. He he doesn't have that upside. Literally every time my guy touches the ball, someone's there. I don't think the stat line was his fault at all. I think it, this is a hundred percent on the offensive line watching that game. 
I think, look, I agree. I think um, one of the biggest thing that, things that they're going to invest in outside of the quarterback position is going to be the offensive line. Yeah. They're talented oh, everywhere else, they, in they my should. opinion. They're talented everywhere else. They have a lot of talent on defense. Um, they have weapons all around them in Pat, Clay, Deontay. Juju's probably going to be gone. And it's going to be Big Ben or QB1 and the offensive line that they're going to invest in, in my opinion. Yeah. Okay, so Najee Harris next week. He plays Kansas City. It's a better matchup for running backs. Kansas City's been better as a defense, but this isn't someone that you're even going to consider sitting. He's still the running back three on the year, even though most of that came before the bye week, those really great weeks. But he, he, there's no way that you're considering sitting both of these guys. Patterson next week has the Lions. So both of these guys could make bounce back. Bounce back performances literally next week. Mm. Has to happen. How about Stevenson? I'll, I'll just ask you. I mean, if Harris misses next week, is Stevenson someone that you're going to have confidence in? I think, yeah. I think I will. I, I like yeah. Stevenson moving forward. He's playing the Bills another divisional game. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, week 16. Yeah, I was just double-checking. He's playing the Bills at home. I mean, don't get me wrong. They're probably not going to just... I think you should start him. I think... I mean, if Harris doesn't play, I think you should start him. Right. I don't know, man. I just don't think this is a better matchup than Indianapolis. He's going to have a better... I think he will have a better game. I I feel like the game script... I I agree he'll have a better game. I'm, I'm there with you. But the game script feels like it could be very similar. The Bills are able to score points. So that would worry me if they got up 21 the points. The are able to score quarter, points as well, quarter. though. You don't, you don't they think can. So? They can. When okay. the time's right. When the time's but, right. Um, okay. We'll see. When the time's right, baby. When the time's right. Um, Shout out to Tyler, the creator. <laughs> a lot of How more... about Alvin Kamara? I feel like Alvin Kamara has to fall in this yeah, category I think, as well. Bro, there's so many people. Alvin, Chuba, Chase, Edmonds, Miles Gaskin. I, I mean, love how you just broke up Chase Edmonds' name into sorry. two people. Yeah, Chase sorry. Edmonds. <laughs> Chase Edmonds. <laughs> Got him. Miles Gaskin, Chuba Hubbard. I feel like all these guys that you probably started based on their matchup and or just in general because you probably don't have anyone and they let you down all under um, six points yeah. fantasy-wise. Terrible, terrible outcome. Honestly, if a running guys. back let you down, you're not alone. Most people were let down by running backs today. Mm-hmm. I mean, even Joe Mixon, even before he got exactly. before he got injured, he was, you know, he he was struggling. Seven points. Yep. I mean, mm-hmm. there's some. Clyde I'm hoping that injury isn't isn't a big deal. We'll have to wait and see. Mm. He didn't look too injured, so I think he'll be back. But honestly, if you don't have P Ryan on your bench by now, that's that's a mistake on your part. Hopefully, you do. Hopefully. All right, I think that's it for the running backs. I mean, it was overall quite disappointing day, but hopefully you were able to balance that out with the matchup that you faced. At the quarterback position, Tom Brady has to be at the top of this list, a top two, three quarterback in fantasy this year. You know, against New Orleans, you expected the defense to play well, but you didn't expect Brady to struggle this heavily under five points again. You're starting him next week with confidence, but somehow the Saints are his kryptonite. Hey, somehow. The city of New Orleans. <laughs> New Orleans, New Orleans. Right? New Orleans. Uh, is there anyone else at the quarterback position? I guess Dak didn't have an amazing week. Kyler didn't have an amazing week, but everyone, these guys didn't kill you. Yeah, everyone did kind of average. You're not excited. You're not massively disappointed, but you are like, yeah. ugh. 
Like you, you know their potential. Like if you had Kyler and you were hoping to get, like this was the perfect matchup for Kyler Murray to at least get, you know, yeah. over twenty five points, and he couldn't even do that today. That was very Agreed. frustrating. Even with Dak Prescott, you know, maybe throwing a, another touchdown or two, that was very frustrating. Yeah, he's been he's been really bad over this stretch mm-hmm. for fantasy. It's. Mm-hmm. It is concerning. He plays Washington. He played pretty poorly against him the last time he played them. So we'll have to wait and see what's going to happen there. Hey, Browns, Raiders. I mean, we're talking about the week, but there are still four matchups left. There are so many matchups that are still undecided. Normally, we're talking right now, and there's only one game left. And you pretty much know if you have a chance to win or not. There are so many fantasy relevant players. Which Nick Chubb, yeah, Josh Jacobs, Hunter Renfro, Dalvin. You think of Dalvin, Justin Jefferson, David Montgomery, all the Rams, Cup and Russ, Penny, DK, uh, Gibson. I mean, there is so many fantasy relevant players. Everything is still up for grabs at this point, in my opinion. Yeah, it's going to be a great day. A great, you know, what's great? There's going to be only one day without football. Oh, true. So two days. Sorry, two days. No one. So we have a game on Monday night. We have a game on Tuesday night. We don't have a game on Wednesday. We have a game on Thursday night, if I'm not mistaken. Then we have yes. So there's a game Monday, Tuesday. No game Wednesday. I'm I'm speaking American time, Uh right? Yeah. yeah. Monday, Tuesday. No game Wednesday. There's a game Thursday. No game Friday. no game Friday, no game Saturday, no, but then on this Sunday. game Saturday because that's Oh, Christmas. sorry. Yeah, you're right. There is two games on Saturdays. Now. That's Christmas. How do you find that? It's just go to. It's so interesting to me. I don't know how I feel about it. What, like games on Christmas? The Christmas games, yeah. Uh, it doesn't bother me. I mean. It doesn't bother me, but I'm just like, hi. Mm, because then the family wants to do stuff, and I don't want to miss the game. You there's know, good like, games. Ugh. I mean, Colts Cardinals. That's gonna be a good game. Yeah, I, there's I, definitely good games. I think Packers. I, I just don't want to miss them. That's the thing. I know my family right. might want to do something. I'm definitely gonna. I'm at least to in Australia, I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna miss it because I'm going. We're not gonna. We're not gonna be at home for Christmas. We're going like out to a lunch, and then we're gonna come home uh, for like Christmas dinner. Well, this is Christmas. This is Boxing Day for us, bro. Yeah, but I'm saying, but the game is going to be midday at twelve when I have we're going so to the lunch. you'll be out Boxing yeah, Day. I'll be out. Okay. I'll be out on the yeah. But yeah. Yeah, on the twenty seventh, which I didn't realize, I'm flying to Noosa, which is a beach here in Australia. And during the morning games, I'll be in the air. I'm so pissed off at myself for not thinking about that. But it is what it is. What can you do? How long the flight to Noosa is only like an hour, isn't it? It's an hour, I know, I know. But I'm worried, what if I don't have service? You know, I've I've even thought about buying Wi Fi on the plane. I'm like, I'm not gonna buy Wi Fi for an hour flight. Yeah, but you're um, gonna go up and down. That's what happens in our flight. Up and down. It's just it's just like a uh carnival ride and you're done. Uh anyway guys, seriously good luck. I know there's a lot of matchups that are still Winnable, losable. I hope you're on the winning side. And um, just so you guys know, we are taking a break from Christmas Eve onwards till Mm -hmm. I think the third or fourth. But I believe we're going to give you week 17 and week 18 streams this week. So you're prepared. We're going to combine it into one. I didn't talk to you about this, but it just made sense to me. Let's combine them into one podcast so people have all the information they need. Yeah, for sure. It just makes makes more sense, y'all. So um appreciate you. Merry Christmas. I mm-hmm. hope uh Santa comes in Chrysler gives you all the Christmas presents you asked for. And if you didn't, 
Just know that someone out there didn't get a present at all. Okay. Wow. <laughs> just just remember there are people who have no friends or family and. If you just wanted a Christmas sweater and they couldn't get you a Christmas sweater, but they they got you a Christmas T-shirt. Remember, there's somebody out there that asked for a Christmas T-shirt that couldn't even get. And hey, when a you're with t-shirt. your family, I don't want you to think about anything else about except for all the other people who are lonely. I want you to be sad that entire day. No, that actually is sad. Hey, if I mean, <laughs> I hope you guys are with your family. I hope there's great people around you, legit. And you know, we're gonna say it again this week, but Merry Christmas from us to you, mm-hmm. to your family. And um, that's all from us. So signing off, we'll see you on the next one. See you there. See you there. Hey, yeah, you, the one listening to this podcast, you made a good decision today. Keep making those good decisions. You know what? Go ahead and do a little dance right now like no one's watching because you you deserve it